Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome. The party has gathered. We're here to talk about The Hobbit. Chapter mm. 3. This is Hobbit Forming, the podcast. Podcast. Uh, and uh, my name is Jason, and I'm joined by a resident of Middle Earth, Heather. Say hello, Heather. Hey, listeners. Good morning. How's everyone doing? They can't it's answer good you. good morning. Oh, good morning. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> you say hello, everyone. But yeah, Gandalf sorry. never says hello, everyone. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> sorry. I, 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 I ask your forgiveness. It is. It is granted. Oh, that was close. Yeah, uh, really, really playing fast and loose there. But yeah, and you know, uh, we have listeners, but we also have some people who've been watching on YouTube. And oh yeah. According to the YouTube statistics, the average view is one minute and thirty-two seconds. So hello, <laughs> we got you. Say hi. Hello. Like hi. and subscribe right now. <laughs> That's amazing. Before you leave, like this. Oh, take yeah. so, it. <laughs> uh, also, I in- incorporated uh, the the music. I don't know if you listened mm-hmm. back to the Lo-Fi remix. Uh, from Chill Astronaut. Thank you, Chill Astronaut, for giving us permission to use your version of yes. Concerning Hobbits. Thank you. Did you did you hear Thank it? Thank you. Um, no, because I've been working like mad this week. <laughs> so, but wait, wait a minute. I have. Um, if you do, you have that... goblins out there. <laughs> no. Um, we so as we are recording this it is currently bedlam here in oklahoma which is uh osu and ou and it is the last bedlam because ou is moving to the sec so uh they're not going to play non-conference games you know that they could potentially lose uh so yeah this is the last one and we have a lot of osu fans in our house right now so oh sorry if you hear some screams (laughs) wow all right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, but is what OSU I was saying, closer to you? No. Yeah. It, it's, I, you know, I can't really remember because the two times we've driven over to Stillwater, I've fallen asleep in the car, but I also have severe car collapse. So, I mean, we go down the road and I fall asleep. So I don't know. I think it wow. is closer. <laughs> All right. I cool. Think. Anyway. All yeah. right. Well, Heather, you've got a p- football party to get back to. Yeah. Uh, and so we should just get to it. Um, sure. And so, Heather, can you give us a synopsis of chapter three of The Hobbit? Yes. So chapter three is a short rest, which, um, as we find out, they, uh, well, let me not say it yet. Um, anyway, they journeyed for several more days after they, you know, burgled the trolls um, lair. <laughs> And uh, they, uh, Bilbo saw the beginning of the Misty Mountains. Uh, they still have quite a ways to go to get to Smaug. 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 I'm never going to say it right. Did I say it right? Yeah, it's Smaug. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, which made him long for home again. How many more times is he? Is it like an every chapter thing that he's going to be like oh, home? <laughs> like, I mean, when you leave the house, are you not longing for home? Not always. Oh, I am. <laughs> I mean, I am an introvert, but like every now and then it's like, you know, it's good to get out and 
be gone for a bit. I guess. But yeah, I maybe guess. not. All right. Um, and basically what they were waiting or what they were trying to find is Rivendell, uh, the last homely house, which is the home of Elrond, which I have lots of questions. Well, actually just one question about Elrond, but I'm sure it will uh, allow you to go into several rabbit trails about him. I will do as much as I can to control myself on okay. all the rabbit trails. Anyway, keep going. Perfect. Um, anyway, so they were traveling for what felt like forever. They finally reached the cliffside and saw the town below, and they were, like, scrambling to get down there. Uh, Bilbo was astonished. Um, they... Oh, wait, that wasn't it. Well, it doesn't matter. Um they found Rivendell eventually. It's like hidden though. So they didn't know like where they were or they felt like the trail they were following was just like never ending. We're never going to find this place. Anyway. So finally they find it. Um, he at one point says it smells like elves and lo and behold, there were elves. Um, they started singing a song and Bilbo, Balin and Dwalin were mentioned. Um, Bilbo says that he loves elves, but he's a little frightened by them. So wanna wanna pull at that string a bit later. Um, and uh he said that elves laughed at dwarves' beards. Uh that I thought that was just kind of a fun little thing. That elvish singing is not a thing to miss on a wonderful summer's night in June, as it was. Um he thought it was curious that the elves knew who he was, though he had never heard of them. Uh, I did like the quick little dad joke that got thrown in there. Uh, don't dip your beard in the foam, father. It is long enough without watering it. hey <laughs> Humor. Um, so they say it's a short rest, but they stayed there for 14 days. But Bilbo doesn't say much about their time there, which I just thought was like, that was two weeks, man. I've, I have so many things to say about the last two weeks. Anyway, um, we meet Elrond. Uh, he says something about how like evil things did not come into this valley or into that valley, which feels like foreshadowing. So also want to like pick your brain on that one. Um, and then Elrond talks to them about the swords that they had, that they were uh, Orchrist, the Goblin Cleaver, and Glamdring Foehammer, which, you know, new band name, I call it. Uh, and assumed that the trolls plundered other plunderers because these are super old swords. And uh, Elrond said, may it may it soon cleave goblins again, which I thought was just, yeah. The metalist of metal. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and then there was some like Moonletter crap on, <laughs> which I'm sure is really important, um, on the map. And uh, that... Uh, the the moon letters were runes that can only be seen when moon shines behind it, but it has to be the same shape and season as the day that they were written, which just feels absolutely ridiculous to me. Uh, and it said, basically, I, I'm assuming this is like a way to get into the dragon's lair that they have to stand by the gray stone when the thrush knocks and the setting sun with the last light of Durin's day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All important things. <laughs> so I shouldn't yeah. blah, blah, blah them. Yeah. And uh, also yeah. it's not, it is not the dragon's lair. Oh, I don't know. What is it? It's, 
it's the it's their ancient kingdom. The dragon kicked them out. Oh. So put some respect on that name. I'm there, so sorry. Friend. I don't know how I didn't catch slash. <laughs> that was in chapter that. one. <laughs> well, so. that was three weeks of reading ago. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Okay, so it's not the dragon's lair. <laughs> It's their old the, kingdom. The dragon is there because the Smaug lives there, but Wait. he it's Smaug not his. He stole it. What did you just okay. say? Is Smaug the dragon? Yeah. Yes. Smaug okay. is the dragon. Come on. Come on. I'm sorry. I need to like I need to be better about just like reading it. Because this whole like week between is like I feel like I'm just forgetting everything. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'm forgive sorry. you uh, because you forgave me. So yes, easy one good turn deserves another. And so now we're, we're even. Now so we're even. No more grace. Smog is the yeah. dragon. Well, yeah, you should just put that on your bookmark. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. <laughs> Making making that a note, highlighting do you, do it. Do you use a bookmark? Uh, yeah, but it is just ripped out of the Amazon toy oh my catalog. <laughs> so that's fine. I, I'm not like a book snob, bookmark snob. I use an index card and I write notes. There we on go. It. So trolls. What did that say? Trolls well, or what? Trolls are midfalutin, which was the title idea right. that I had last week, and I ended up forgetting that I wrote that on there when I edited the video. So. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but that's, uh, yeah, just get some index cards, get like four or five index cards and use those as your, your bookmark. I do have index cards. So I, you, I mean, I could, you can could write your that. questions or your thoughts, remind yeah. yourself who the people are like Smaug yeah. is kind of a big deal. He's yeah. the dragon. How many He's dragons are in this dragon. book? I'm assuming one. One. Okay. <laughs> Just the way you looked at me was like, this is an easy one. It is. Um, <laughs> like, in, is know, he the only? Is he the old? Like, is he in the rest of the series as well, or no. is he mucked in this book eventually? Mucked. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to tell you how the story ends? Well, I mean, for the other people that have never read this before, probably not. Maybe when we stop recording, you can tell me. <laughs> but yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for others. Yeah, so. it, I mean, I mean, it is a story that is. It's not... been around for a while, so yeah. I mean, spoiler alert is not. And it's not unpredictable. So you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you had some questions. Yeah, um, the, crud, I didn't write them down, um, but one of the things he said that, like, he could smell elves, and he loved elves, but was frightened of them. Pourquoi? <laughs> why would he, why would he be frightened of elves? Well, earlier, I think earlier before that, it, he liked elves, but he had never really spent any time with elves, so they're mm -hmm. just mysterious. So they're it was... They're it was unknown. just the mystery of them. Yeah. Again, so. sorry if anybody can hear. Later. What is later, happening? Later, Bilbo will have great love for the elves. Okay. So, like, it's one of those things. Like, right now, he just, there's so much he doesn't know. 
So okay. that's an important thing. Like earlier uh, in the chapter, uh, as they're heading towards the last homely house and Gandalf tells them what the plan is, they're going to go to Elrond's house. And a couple paragraphs after that, it says, uh, it was indeed a much wider land from the ford to the mountains than ever you would have guessed. Which is just a little reminder that Bilbo's world has been very small. Yeah. And so from the the ford to the mountains, this one part of this adventure heading to Elrond's house is huge. And the, the world yeah. is, is huge. And so Bilbo is learning that. Like the world is really big. So It's yeah. bigger than this little hobbit hole. Yes. That he never really wanted to venture out of. So Correct. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing with the elves, I mean, he, Balin and Dwalin, or Balin and Dwalin, how do you say, how are you supposed to say it? I think it's Balin. Balin and, or Balin and Dwalin. No, Balin and Dwalin. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the um, song. Because there's a song. There is a song. Yeah. Woo. Uh, so actually, let's ask about that. Trill, I Lil, know Lil, that Lolly. What? Trill Lil Lil Lolly. It's in the song. Oh right, is yeah. Um, so I know that uh, on one of your Facebook posts, one of your friends asked, like, "How do you feel about written out song in books? Like, what is what is your feeling about that?" Uh, most of the time, I I skip them. <laughs> However, in the Lord of the Rings, the songs are often used to reveal important facts about the world. And so mm-hmm. uh, so you skip at your own peril. This song, you can absolutely skip. It is just nonsense. But so. like, how did they know these three folks that they mention when they had never known about them? The three folks mentioned had never known of these or these elves. Elves. Is it because Gandalf went ahead and was like, hey, my buddies are coming. Here's their names. Put it in a song. It'll really mess them up. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. That's the that's the best explanation I can think of. Gandalf is just just like, I want to punk these guys. Yeah. And uh, but elves are old. They live forever. Unless they are killed. So they don't age. And and so these elves may have traveled widely and seen things that we can't understand or we've never would have imagined. And they could have traveled over to all these other places and heard about uh, the the dwarves and the Bagginses and all these different things. And so, oh, I recognize you. I've known you your whole life. Oh. Maybe. I mean, elves are mysterious. <laughs> And this this uh, this book doesn't really get into all the mystery of the elves, but the other yeah, books, later books, the Silmarillion oh. really gets into <laughs> the elves, uh, and uh, and because they're so important to the world that Tolkien mm-hmm. is making. Uh, but yeah, so it's a we don't really get into it. And there's other elves that we'll meet later mm-hmm. that don't really get along with the, the house of Elrond. And so, I mean, it's a complicated world. Like there's factions among the elves. 
Oh. And so, okay. yeah. And okay. yeah. So it's going to be, I mean, we're you, just because you know some things about some elves, don't assume you know everything about all the elves. Got it. Got it. Um, so Elrond. Yeah. Talk to me about him. I mean, oh. okay. He's what do you been, want to know? Uh, like, I like, why does Gandalf know this guy? Gandalf, I'm never going to say his name the way you want it to be said, but uh, why does my homie G know Elrond and like why he's the, the, the stop that they needed to make? Okay. To answer this question. <laughs> Do you have to pull open the Silmarillion? Did I say that right? You did. Good job. Silmarillion. Yes. Um, here's the deal. Gandalf is an ancient one. He's been around for, you know, there's the, in Middle Earth, uh, this book takes place in the third (laughs) age of Middle Earth. (laughs) What the heck? So, what is, uh, Gandalf has been around since sometime in the second age is my understanding. He's been around okay. for a long time. What and what is the timeline of an age? Whenever the old one ends, the new one begins. But oh and usually Lord. there is no, there usually is some kind of cataclysmic event that shifts to another age. So it doesn't really it's not like a thousand years is an age. So, so but later when like I mean I know that eventually some ring gets destroyed or whatever. <laughs> Submarine. I said some ring. Oh. He <laughs> said a submarine gets destroyed. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Where are you yeah. on the internet? Tolkien knew. <laughs> um so a ring gets destroyed. Is that like a cataclysmic event to end another age? Uh that would later be on? something that I think comes to the con- drawing of the close of the third age. Oh my lord. Okay. All right, continue. So, yeah, so Elrond has been around for all like almost forever. Like he's one of the elves and he's like um you know his father was the king of the elves or something and like he's he's been around for a long time. Gandalf has also been around for a really long time. And so they have known each other like forever. Uh-huh. They, they they've had battles that they've fought together, you know, and like confrontations with Sauron and the the evil one and all these different things uh, that they've been there for it. Okay. Um, Because Gandalf doesn't age, but he's not an elf. He's a wizard. Was he just born old then? Or do do they, like, I mean, obviously he wasn't born old, but, like, do they hit, like, a certain olding and that's, like, the, the... way that they stay for the rest of their lives or like what is I do think with the elves they hit in a a peak maturity and then they're ageless <laughs> okay. like they they okay. don't they don't look older um the the wizards uh, or the ishtari uh they are <laughs> sorry your like face the, is just the, like... the elves are actually born the Ishtari, the five Ishtari just appear. Stop it. So is that, but is that, it's, that's not explained in this. No, book, not in is this. It? No, that's in, that's uh, in the Silmarillion. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. 
<laughs> so yeah, so like they just appear. Uh, so like age is something. Tolkien didn't really seem to care about us understanding how any of this works. Of course, he's just like this is just how it's going to be. Deal with it. This is my book. You yeah. you want to write your own book? Write your own book about a boy who lives under the stairs. If that's how you care about wizards. <laughs> so, thanks, Rowling. <laughs> yeah, so he he's just doing his own thing. He's writing his own story, and uh, he is trying to create kind of a. Uh, a, a mythology for England, essentially. Like, okay. you know, like these are just big spiritual beings and men and magic and all these different kinds of things because England didn't have its own mythology. So he's like, I'm going to make one up. And so that's kind of where he's playing. So these Ishtari, the wizards, they're around forever. Uh, and uh, the elves, they live forever unless they get killed. Like Highlander. Do you remember that show, Highlander? There can be only Barely. one. They have yeah. to cut each other's heads off. I feel um, like I remember watching it at Aunt Angie's house. That's a strong possibility. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that in that Beauty and the Beast show. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, that was a weird oh show. Oh my gosh. That show was so weird. And like Hermione, when Hermione turns into a cat in the second movie, like that's what the beast looked like. Yes. Or like how I remember the beast yes. looking. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's accurate. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, while we're talking about the elves. Can we talk about elves? Yes, um, please. Why? Why can? Why can he smell them? Well, I think they just smell like like candy. <laughs> I don't know. They're pleasant. They're like peppermint. They're just pleasant creatures. There's no. Uh, okay. There's no evil or wickedness among them. They're just delightful. And How so, old is Legolas? I have no idea, but okay. he would have been alive during the events of this book. Really? Yes. And he probably would have been alive hundreds of years before that. He's, I, I don't know how old Legolas is. Okay. Um, okay. Continue. I'm sorry. So one of the, I, I highlighted a couple things in when reading about the elves early on here. The first one is with Rivendell. It's hidden somewhere ahead of us. And it's hidden because of magic that Elrond had created around Rivendell. And part of the reason they hid it is because there are, even though the the evil one Sauron has lost his power well into the second age a long time ago uh he is rising again and so there's still evil in the world and so Rivendell is like the one who shall not be named yeah where do you think yeah. where do you think Rowling stole that idea from oh my gosh everything oh, is just everything really is like stolen from this um <laughs> so uh so Rivendell is hidden away, so people can't just stumble upon it. You have to like know the way to get into it, right? And so yeah. that's an important factor uh, because, like, otherwise, why does Sauron and and the the Ringwraiths and all these different forces and the orcs? Why don't they just go there? We'll get to the it. Ringwraiths. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's in, that's in the next book. Um, oh my gosh! Okay, you know they could just go there and wreak havoc, but they can't because it's protected. So Elrond has some great deeper magics and stuff. So, uh, yeah, so the elves are at in Rivendell are protected somehow, uh, which is interesting. The other thing we read here, even uh, that elves and dwarves don't get along. Um, yeah. And so we're we're hinted at here, and the Hobbit or the the elves are making fun of. You mentioned uh, Thorin's beard and all these different things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it. they also say, Mind Bilbo doesn't eat all the cakes. 
he is too fat to get through keyholes yet. And like, these guys are bullies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like. And sweet smelling bullies. <laughs> yeah. Which are usually the worst kind. Yeah. And so these are these elves are bullies, but I think part of it is their life is so long that they have come to a place where they don't these folks feel safe. They don't really take anything seriously. Which is okay. not really the indi- what the way we read about the elves later in the other books. Like there's a greater uh a greater responsibility upon the elves. And so this introduction to the elves is kind of frustrating to me. <laughs> so I'm just going to let you know that like they're like, okay. they're too lighthearted and they're kind of dumb. And so if you felt that way, and the ones were, in like the next books are more serious. It seems like, yes, because the way that these elves lived that they're like, ah, oh, no, no, no. Like we can't, we can't keep carrying on singing these silly little songs and making well, fun of beards. Or I think it's because the uh, the One Ring is found and Sauron is trying to get it back, and so, okay. um, yeah. So there, there's more urgency in the later books. Here we're just introduced to Elrond, uh, and we, we're there's hints about him. But he's, we don't really understand all of his gravitas. Gravitas. So, like, mm-hmm. on that same page where they're bu- they're bullying Bilbo, uh, we read, The master of the house was an elf friend, one of those people whose fathers came into the strange stories before the beginning of history, the wars of the evil goblins and the elves and the first men in the north. In those days of our tale, there were still some people who had both elves and heroes of the north for ancestors. And Elrond, yeah. the master of the house, was their chief. And so he, it, we're hinted at here that there's deep lore in this world. There are mm-hmm. stories beyond what we are reading now. And, and Elrond is not somebody to be trifled with. Uh, and the next paragraph, he comes into many tales, but his part in the story of Bilbo's great adventure is only a small one, though important, as you will see if we ever get to the end of it, (laughs) (laughs) which I love that. I did chuckle about that. Yeah. Again, this is, Um, this is Bilbo telling the story. Right. And so it was like, if I ever finish writing this thing. Right. (laughs) Because he's really taken his sweet time (laughs) making sure that everything is laid out properly. Yeah. Ish. (laughs) The other, the other part of this could also be that this could, this comment could also be coming from, Bilbo's nephew Frodo. No, who but took why? on who took on the writing of the story? No, because he's you... he's in Fellowship of the Ring. He's like the main guy. So anyway, I'm just but because that's when we actually get to know more about Elrond. Like he's back in that in in Fellowship of the Ring. So yeah. So wait the. Then the next books, it's Lord of the Ring, Lord of the Rings, or Lord of the Ring. Lord of the Ring. Wait, wait, what is it? It's Lord of the Rings. It says on the back here. Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it says it right on the front of my book too. Day. Yeah. Okay, so then it's Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Return of the King. Well, that's not one title. It's the book. I know, that's volume one is Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. 
volume oh, two gosh. is the two towers. And oh, volume that's the one three I is Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah. And so uh Okay. It's called Fellowship of the Ring is the first book though. And that's where Frodo really comes in, but he writes part of this book. He may be an editor in Bilbo's book. So oh, yeah. Lord. okay. We're going to get into some textual criticism, some Bible theory, all kinds of stuff. No. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but the, it's called Lord of the Rings because there are many rings of power, but there's one ring to rule them all. So are the rings of power, you said there's the five ancient, like, wizards or five wizards. Are the rings from each of the five wizards or... No, 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 no. There's just there's just these random rings floating no. out there. There okay. are nine rings <laughs> for humans. Mm-hmm. There's a uh-huh. poem about it in this book here. Um, <laughs> okay. There's a poem. I'm, I'll read it to you. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. In the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them in the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. So there's 20, 20 rings total, or is that 23 rings? There, That's good math. There are 20 rings total, because 3 plus okay. 7 plus 9 plus 1 is 20. Yeah, but I didn't know if that, like, the one for the Dark Lord... And then one oh, ring to no, rule them that all, one, one ring. To... One for the Dark Lord is the one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them. That's the okay. same ring. So and that's the ring we're gonna find soon. Just FYI. Bilbo okay. Bilbo doesn't know that. <laughs> so cutting some slack on how he uses it. But that's the ring. Um okay. so yeah, so oh. the So who else has rings? We have three elven lords that have rings. Okay. One of those people, this is just something to keep in mind as we're reading about Elrond. One of those people is Elrond. Okay. Another one. Uh, what was that uh-huh. noise? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you're, nope, keep going. You're good. <laughs> Another ring is going to be with somebody we'll meet in Fellowship of the Ring as well. Her name is Galadriel. She is has a that- ring. Kate Blanchett. Is that played by Oh, Kate Blanchett? Yeah. <gasps> I love Kate Blanchett. She's okay. great. She's fantastic in this movie. Um and so, yeah, so that's two of the Alvin rings. The third one is a mystery. We don't know where the third ring is for quite a while of the Alvin rings. But I'll tell okay. you this. I'll tell you this. It is not with an elf. <gasps> dun dun. Duh. Yeah. And then we also have no idea who has the dwarf the dwarf rings. Like we don't know where those are. Who has them? Okay. It's not Thorin. Uh and we also uh there's the the nine rings for for man. And uh those rings are corrupting have a great corrupting force. And those rings are worn by the ring wraiths. We meet them. Okay. In, we meet them in Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. So, 
And this is all explained in like this is all explained in the very beginning of Fellowship of the Ring, the movie. When Kate Blanchett oh. talk, s- starts talking and she's like, I can feel it in the air. The world is changing. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, we should. Uh, that was a terrible Kate Blanchett impression. So just. I will be a dark queen. <laughs> How's that? You haven't seen the movie? <laughs> Much okay. better. I haven't, but still. Um, I appreciate you trying for that. Yeah. So um, Elrond is a big deal and we're not yeah. given that much of a big dealness to him in this book. So that's what okay. I really wanted to say. Yeah. So we are we are coming up on time. But the last the last thing that I wanted to ask about was um uh where was it? I didn't oh uh let's see. His house was perfect, whether you liked food or sleep or work or storytelling or singing or just sitting and thinking best or a pleasant mixture of them all. Evil things did not come into that valley. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned like that sounds like foreshadowing. Is uh, that foreshadow, or maybe not foreshadowing, but like maybe in the past, things evil things had come into that valley, or because Elrond had magicked it, like everything is perfect and nothing is ever wrong. I think it is the, more of the second explanation. Okay, it has, it has been protected from of old. Okay, and so it's not Elrond's magic; it's the the ancestors of Elrond who. <laughs> Uh, may have died in battles, may have died sacrificially for other people. It's a whole thing. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. So this is a Rivendell is a special place. It's like it's an enclave of non-evil in the okay. world. So I like Riv- that. Rivendell is one of those places. Uh, Lothlorien, it's like utopia, kind of. Kind of, but just elves. Uh, and then, well, yeah, <laughs> Lothlorien is also that's where galadriel is it's another hidden place uh that is an enclave of the elves and it is protected and you know orcs are trying to find these places but they can't because of the magics so um yeah but elrond we get a hint of his wisdom with the moon letters and the runes there yes and he helps give some direction uh and the, these dwarves who have lived so far outside of their uh, out, outside or so far removed from the castle and the in the mountain, you know, all the different things like they didn't know all the secrets of this map. Like they never even thought to look for moon letters. And so uh, Elrond could could see it and hold it up and be like, oh, I can read these. Um, mm-hmm. But what bothers me there, here's something else that bothers me is. When he says, then what is Durin's day? Because Elrond would have known Durin. Yeah. And like. So do you think maybe he was just like quizzing them like mm, stupid dwarves? <laughs> like maybe no, they don't know. I, I think he oh, okay. would have known enough about <laughs> dwarvish, dwarvish culture to know what Durin's day is. But what's interesting is um, in that next paragraph that Thorin says it's our, our new year when mm-hmm. uh the last moon of autumn and the sun are in the sky together, but this will not help much as I fear for it passes our skill in these days to guess when such a time will come again. So they don't know the, they the don't dwarves know how to tell. don't know when their new year is. I don't understand that at all. Um, anyway, 
that doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> like they they know it happens. Is it just kind of like Easter? Like I know that it moves around. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I know that there's a calendar reason or like a moon phase reason for that, whatever. But like how do they like it's something they celebrate, but they just don't know. Yeah, I just how don't to determine I, when they I celebrate was, it. I was surprised by that paragraph. I was like, how do you not know this, Thorin? Like Yeah. Anyway. That was that was the other note that I thought was interesting here. Elrond and, knows and Durin, a lot, but not when their New Year's is, and they don't either. <laughs> yeah. And Thorin is an heir of Durin. Yes. Like I feel like he should know this. <laughs> like mm, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Thorin should know things, but they're so far removed. It's so they're the world has moved on from when the dwarves were in their their greatest strength. And so like culturally, they're losing things. They like Thorin's party is working as like laborers and like handymen and like they're like from all mm-hmm. over. They're scattered. They don't have a a home. And so part of what this story is about is Bilbo wants to go back home and the right. dwarves want to go back home. But for the for Bilbo to go back home, he has to help the dwarves get back home. In the and castle, in the mountain. Will they help him get back home? He'll be fine. Oh, can't can't ruin it. Can't ruin the story. Yeah. I mean, it all comes together. <laughs> okay. We don't have to worry. There's more books. So, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. Like Bilbo continues. Uh, right. And so, yeah, so the but like it this book, one of the things I love about this book is it it, it is about home. And like helping right. people get a home. So, it's it's a really great a great story. So, cuz I love home. I I do love home as well. Home, I Home's my favorite place. It is currently not my favorite place because I also work from home. And so like, I just, I, I need to be out of my home at least once a day and yeah. <laughs> I don't always get that. And get so, that. yeah. But then yeah. also though, Heather, there's also like, there's the place you live, the place you work, but then there's also the place you call home. Right. And so Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Or like anytime I'm in Kirkland. Yeah. Like, which is where we grew up, uh, in case you forgot, Heather. Anytime is I'm it? in Kirkland. Oh yeah. Anytime I'm in Kirkland, <laughs> I'm like, I feel at home. This is home. Yeah. Even if, like, even though it's changed so much. Mm-hmm. Like, have you been to Totem the Lake? More lately? marketplace. <laughs> yes. Totem Lake is, like, so incredible now. It's insane. and But it, like, I still feel like, yeah, it's changed a lot, but this is home. And I yeah. go back, like, I watched Jurassic Park four times right over there. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I remember like leaving the house during the summer and getting in trouble coming back because we walked from our house near Juanita Beach up to Totem Lake yeah. and mom and dad were just not happy about it. Well, they should have been around. But um, they also used to let us go to downtown Seattle on the metro. Like, we were in older the then. Of the day. Not much older. Well, I was. I was in like fourth grade, I think. Like. Yeah. Well. Uh, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a, a different time. time. Mom and Dad, we love you. I'm not questioning your parenting skills. It was the, it was the 90s. It was the crazy 90s. So 
It was the 90s. Everybody had their <laughs> Nintendo Power Gloves listening to their grunge music. Oh my gosh, I remember those. They were terrible. Anyway. Yeah. They anyway, were, sorry. They were wow. awful. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's chapter three, Heather. I mean, things, okay. are, things are happening. We're introducing things a bigger up. world. Uh, yep. Next chapter is uh, they, they leave. Uh, and they are going to be, um, they're going to have a conflict with some goblins Ooh. in the next chapter. And then, and will the goblin cleaver get its cleaving done? There might be some of that. Uh, but the chapter Ooh. after that may be the most important chapter in the whole book. It's a long one too. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, so we are. Yeah, so that we're we're just going to keep moving along and rolling along into chapter four. I'm just so you know, there's some fight, there's some conflict, there's some fear, there's some uncertainty, and then there's some separation of the party, uh, and then coming back together. So, yeah, so the next couple chapters are high stakes. Okay, so. and are, are there more songs? Oh, no, that's for sure. There's the more songs. Time. I mean, there's going to be songs all throughout this book. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a song in <laughs> Overhill and Underhill. Uh, yeah. That is uh, <laughs> basically, uh, yeah. It's the goblin singing. All right. So anyway, <laughs> this, this yeah, part, we're in bleach. <laughs> this part okay. of the uh, of the movie is bananas. So yeah, it's weird. All right. Um. Anyway. All right. Anyway, Heather, we should let you go. You've got a football game to watch. I've got a nap to engage in. And uh, so jealous. <laughs> I know. It's, well, it's too, it, you're in the future. I'm in the past. So it's what happens. But Heather, you're in the not yet. Oh, let's talk eschatology. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll let you go. So, Heather, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs>